This is the Taylor Collective with Zach and Erica. Hey guys, it's Erica. So in today's episode, it's going to be a little different than what we normally do. I am the only one who's going to be talking in this episode, and I'm going to be sharing a little bit of a project that I have kind of been working on in the background. I have started a separate podcast. It goes along with the Taylor Collective beautifully, but it is just for moms and a place to find encouragement, a place where we can laugh together and learn from one another. And so this episode is a taste of what is to come in that episode. So here it is. In this episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about my journey to becoming a mom. So as far back as I can remember, I had always wanted to be a mom. It was something that I thought about growing up when I was playing with dolls or Barbies or even taking care of my little sister. I think at the back of my mind, I was always thinking about one day me taking care of my own kids. So that's always been kind of a desire of my heart. I got into college and I was trying to figure out what degree I wanted to major in. I tried a whole bunch of different degrees. I won't get into that now, but it I was all over the place. I finally landed on child development and it just fit perfectly with kind of the desire I had to have a family and to have kids one day. And so that's why I have the degree I have in child development. Um, I graduated and started working in adoption. And that really was so fulfilling. It was something that I didn't necessarily know would make my heart as happy as it did, but it was so fulfilling. It was perfect. It was everything I wanted in a job and a career. So I was an adoption specialist for about a year and a half and working with women who um, found themselves in unplanned pregnancies or who wound up pregnant and just knew that they couldn't take care of another child or just various situations. And then um, men and women who were struggling with infertility or just felt a calling to adopt a child. So I had both of these um, different types of family structures that I was working with, um, women who wanted to place children and family members who wanted to take children in And it was just a beautiful time in learning of what family and motherhood and um, just the creation of what a family can look like can be different than what I'd always perceived being um, you get married and you get pregnant or you get pregnant and you, um, you and your spouse or your significant other take care of this child, whatever that looks like. That was kind of my brain was very much um, in a box and adoption helped me see that family can be so much different than um, what I had always viewed it as. So after working in adoption, I actually got the opportunity to work in children's ministry. I was a children's minister for almost a year, not quite. Um, And I loved that because I loved working with kids and teaching them. Um, I loved working with families and showing them how to disciple their kids and um, how to um, show children um, Jesus loves them at such a young age and help them understand that. 
Um, I came to know the Lord at a young age, and that is my desire for every kid, is for them to know the Lord at a young age and to be able to follow Him. So faith is a really big deal in my life, and it was an honor to be able to do that for the time I was able to do that. But in that time, um, in between working in adoption and becoming a children's minister, I was working at a church as just a children's associate, and me and my husband became pregnant. So we had been married about a year and a half, um, and I found out I was pregnant one day, and we were so excited. Everything I'd ever wanted started happening. We were gonna have a family. We started dreaming, maybe it was a boy, maybe it was a girl. Um, Was I gonna keep working? Was I gonna stay home? All those decisions started to um, come to our minds, and we started making, plans around this child that I was now carrying. Um, We went to our first doctor's appointment at nine-ish weeks, and um, we saw the little baby on the screen, but there was no heartbeat visible. So the doctor pretty much told us that um, we would need to give it two weeks and go back for another scan. Um, but not to worry about it because sometimes this happens and my dates could be off or just a variety of things could happen. So my husband and I left that appointment um, very nervous and I think the Lord was preparing us for what was to happen before we even knew it because we both kind of felt like the time we had with this child was just uh, very special. We, we needed to take all the time we had um, to be a family of three that we now were. Um, that two weeks came very quickly. Uh, we went for our second ultrasound and they confirmed that there was no heartbeat. Uh, the baby hadn't grown. And so then we had to have a plan of action. Um, we opted to do a DNC. Um, because it was just a lot of stress and taking up a lot of uh, mental space just trying to figure out what exactly was going on Um, the baby hadn't progressed in my body um, releasing it naturally so we would have had to have taken some pills and done some medication and I just wasn't mentally in a good space for that so we scheduled the surgery and the days leading up to the surgery were really hard. Uh, I remember trying to process if after the DNC, if I was still a mom or what kind of classified um, as being a mom. Was it when you were holding your child? Was it at conception? When was it that marks the moment of you becoming a parent? Um, And I just felt like the Lord told us that you're a parent when when you find out you're pregnant, when when you get that positive pregnancy test, it, it, it's when you're a parent, in my opinion. So it was really tough. Um, the days leading up to surgery and the day of surgery came and um, my whole family and Zach's whole family was there supporting us and um, just showing up for us and this baby that we um, have and love so much. So after surgery was just starting the healing process of what are we going to do from here? Uh, And I remember weeks following, I just kept saying, like, I don't want to waste this. I don't want to waste the hard. 
I know the Lord has something really special um, for us and a legacy for this child. And I want, I want this child to be remembered. It, it, I didn't want it to just not happen. I didn't want to walk away and just be like, oh, that never happened because it was hard. I wanted to use the hard for um, to share our story because one in four women experienced this, and I was now one of one of those women. I was that st- statistic. So as me and my husband just kind of grieved and walked through it, we always had this illustration that we talk through. Um, when we talk about where we were in our grief and and it's you imagine a box and a ball is inside of it and there's like a button and the ball is huge right when the incident happens and um, the box is very small because the ball is so big and that ball wiggles around in the box and it hits that um, pain button a lot And as time goes on and as healing happens, that ball becomes smaller. The box stays the same and the button is still there, but the ball doesn't hit the pain button as often. And that was really helpful for us when we would talk about, like, how big is your box? (laughs) How big is the ball in the box? Um, is, Is the ball hitting the pain button? Instead of just, like, having to put words to what we were thinking and feeling, we were able to use that illustration to decipher where we were emotionally during all of that. So that happened and we were able to kind of process through it and begin healing. And a few months later we became pregnant again. And we found out we were pregnant the second time because I had a weird thing after lunch. I almost passed out. I was really lightheaded. I didn't feel very good. And a lady I was at lunch with said, you know, that happened to me when I was pregnant with my two girls. So you might go take a pregnancy test. And I didn't really want to because I had started my period at the beginning of the week. But we did. We went home and my husband got me a pregnancy test and we took it and it showed pregnant. And this time when the word showed pregnant, I was not excited. Um, It was a little bit of a peek into what I thought maybe my birth moms felt like when they found out they were pregnant and it wasn't planned. And so I feel like that was the Lord's kindness kind of giving me a peek into what it was like to find out you're pregnant and not necessarily be excited about it. So as soon as we got the pregnancy test, we went to the ER um, and called my OB and my OB ended up telling me not to go to the ER, to come straight to her office, went to the office did an ultrasound, no baby, did some blood work. Blood work came back the next day and it showed we had been pregnant, but we were in the final stages of miscarrying. And so I feel like the Lord really gave me a glimpse into both kinds of miscarriage, um, one with surgery and one where we just, are not, my body naturally released um, the baby. And that second one was the breaking point. Um, I told my husband we needed to go to counseling for me. Um, We started seeing the most amazing counselor and um, started kind of healing and processing through both losses, acknowledging the fact that we have two babies now that are in heaven, acknowledging the fact that um, me becoming a mom is going to be a lot um, different than what I had always thought or imagined it would be. 
And in those spaces, I feel like it became really sacred to me, the journey of motherhood. And I realized that being a mom is such a special thing. It's not something to take lightly. Um, being a mom is not something I'm guaranteed because I'm a believer. It's not something I'm guaranteed because I am a woman. It's not guaranteed that I can carry a child is what I realized in that moment. However, I knew that I was a mom and I was a mom to two babies and that the Lord was kind in allowing me to know I have two babies waiting for me in heaven. And that was a really special place to be in. It didn't mean that it wasn't painful or hard, but it meant that I had hope. It meant that I knew that the Lord was doing something in my life that was different than what I expected. And I was excited for that. So we began doing blood work and started looking into what might be causing some miscarriages, looking into some stuff about what I can do differently, how I can be healthier, what, what I need to do to get to a place to be able to carry a child. And we decided we were going to wait maybe a year before starting to try to have a child again. Me and my husband never say we're trying because... We just feel like that takes some of the specialness out of um, intimacy with one another. So we always like to just say um, that it's the Lord's timing and that we will use protection when needed. So that's a a little bit about um, my two stories of my first two children. Well, the Lord's timing is unique and beautiful and a few months later after that second miscarriage we actually became pregnant again Um, and we found out because i was getting my blood drawn so often at three weeks we found out we were pregnant and with this third pregnancy i didn't have to have any extra medication my body did exactly what it was supposed to do in the timing it was supposed to do it my levels were all um, high and um things looked like it was going to be a successful pregnancy. And we were thrilled. We were surprised and shocked and um, just amazed that the Lord's timing was so soon. But nonetheless, just thankful that we were now experiencing a healthy pregnancy in the first trimester, which had not been what we had experienced before. So that pregnancy went on um, and we now have a little girl who is just... Um, amazing. Motherhood is challenging and beautiful and just the greatest thing that I've experienced thus far. But I will say that motherhood with my first two is just as beautiful, even though it was hard. So we always talk about how um, our daughter is kind of the beauty from the ashes, um, an answer to our prayer and the start of parenthood physically but not the start of us becoming parents because our start of becoming parents was back in may when our first was um we found out we were pregnant with our first so that's a little bit about my story to motherhood um the challenges in it the beauty in it how we've seen the lord um just really be faithful in it even in the dark moments and we still miss our two babies deeply. Um, Days following giving birth, I remember just grieving my other two children and not being able to hold them, not even knowing if they were a boy or a girl. 
but then seeing the Lord's kindness and allowing us to have this little girl in our arms was such an answer to prayer. And the redemption to the brokenness is the fact that Jesus came and died on the cross for all the brokenness of the world, all the hurt and anguish that we experience. He conquered that. He conquered death and he is in heaven and he's preparing a place for us, a place with no more crying or tears or pain, um, a place where my two babies already are waiting for me. And that gives me so much hope. And that is the redemption to the brokenness. Not that it still doesn't hurt, but that I have hope in the middle of the hard that comes with pregnancy loss. So that's a little bit about me. Um, In this podcast, we're not going to be in the nitty gritty all the time. I want to be able to really talk through just practical things that we need as moms, um, find encouragement and hope, um, and just a place where we can come and laugh together and um, learn from one another. So thank you so much for joining me on this journey, and I can't wait um, to be back with you.